do the damn thing. Episode 109. I'm John. Steve. I'm Ron. This is Movie Schmovie. Welcome. And, uh, welcome, yeah. That's a good way to start, Welcome Ronald. to the jungle. That was an efficient beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like, I can't believe we're already doing a summer preview. I know. What yeah. the hell? It's getting a little warm. Have yeah. you seen any patches of snow lately? No, no, no remaining patches. Thank God. I was, I've, I've been monitoring this patch of snow in the I in the parking it. lot at our gym where we go. Yeah. Like that was like twenty seven feet tall. Like it was like a mountain pretty much by the yeah. time, you know. Like and one of those slowly spots that like, where it's been shoveled and shoveled and shoveled and it just doesn't pushed up die. against the light post. Yeah. yeah. And it's like dirty and shit, and there's like rocks and. Is it gone? It, it's like it's gone, but like you know the remnants of all the dirt now are in that area, so uh-huh. like nobody parks there because it's like really gross. Mm. So now we need like a big rainstorm just to wash it all wash. out, but. No, no snow that I've seen recently, and Good. it's getting up there. So I guess summer is going to be here Hopefully. pretty soon, man. Yeah, it's warming up. One can and, and, that, and that brings the big summer movies. Now that summer movies actually start in April, uh, yeah, it's it's odd. We our summer preview is going to have to get longer and longer. But I think we've got our we've got it narrowed down to the the four months of May, June, July, and August. Yeah, we we kind of lumped uh, April into our spring preview. Yeah, I mean we're right. we're sticking with the that's right with the calendar here. So mm-hmm. we're not going to over represent you, April. Um, so yeah, we're going to just do what we normally do, go through each month, each of us picks a movie that we're most looking forward to, I'm sure there'll be some time at the end to throw out some other titles that may be obvious picks that, you know, if you listen to this podcast, know movies that we maybe would want to see anyway. I even made a note of the movies that seemed like the worst bets for that month. Ah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. Cool. I, I didn't watch enough previews to really know for a fact that I was going with the absolute worst, but just based on cast and title, sometimes yeah. you get a bad feeling. Absolutely. <laughs> I totally understand. Um, so, yeah, let's just get going, man. May. May. Um, May we get this going, Steve? May. Oh, my God, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start if you guys don't mind. Um, there's a movie that comes out in May that I thought I was going to pick, but then... I thought, well, I'm probably going to see this movie before May rolls around through some nice connections that we have. Um, so I didn't pick it. Uh, I will say what it is later, but I just wanted to preface that because this is a movie that I've been really looking forward to. But I think I might know what that movie it is. That movie is called Neighbors. Yes. Um, the movie that I'm going to pick... <laughs> You say you're going to say it later. Well, these. John just like made me show my, show my hand early. Uh, he scared me. Ronald. No, I kind of knew what that was, but I don't know what your channels are. Yeah. Oh, I got channels, John. Okay. Yeah, I got channels. Am I tuned into those channels? Yeah, you'll get that channel. Okay, awesome. Yeah, you'll get, the, you'll get that broadcast, John. <laughs> By the way, uh, we're talking about some kind of advanced screening, not some kind of illegal download situation. Yeah, you so. are, maybe. Oh, oh, well, oh shit. There's piracy <laughs> in my house. Get out! <laughs> out, damn spot. Um... So with that excluded, my, my absolute pick for May is gonna be uh, Godzilla. Um, I I don't I can't Godzilla? say I can't say that I'm like a big Godzilla fan. Like I don't I you know I may catch some things on like <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel or my dad is like super Godzilla fan, like old school, new school, the shit school, whatever you want to talk about. But um, so I'm not even looking at it as from like the the legacy of the character and 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 where it stands in film, which I, I can totally respect. Um, with the exception of the movie that came out, you know, with Matthew Broderick and you know, like you know, that Puff Daddy did the soundtrack for, um, it's whatever. But I don't know this film um, from the trailers, the clips, the, the the posters, the teaser art, all the production stills, anything about it, um, I'm just really excited for. I think it looks extremely uh, big for 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 coming from a director. Uh, it, it's being directed by Gareth Evans, who. Uh, hasn't done a lot of like huge movies. He did um, a really cool little small film called Monsters that came out three or four years ago. Mm. Um, but this is like his big. This is his big movie, and we talked about this a couple times in the podcast with these big properties being handed to filmmakers that are really coming from the indie world yeah. that really just make a big, really big jump from like these small films like Monsters, which was which was well received critically, and it did well for an independent film. And given the keys to Godzilla, same thing would be held true for you know, um, like the new Jurassic Park movie coming from the director that did Safety Not Guaranteed. Like these films that are just being like going to these guys that they see promise in, and um, I think I think this looks great. I think the visually looks stunning. I love pretty much everybody involved with the cast. I'm a I'm a really big Aaron Taylor Johnson fan. I'm not sure why. Um, I don't really I can't pinpoint it. Something about him I like. Uh, obviously Brian Cranston I like is in it as well and Ken Watanabe is is awesome um but the trailer is is just fucking cool as shit it really looks good like yeah. Yeah. not even showing you Godzilla 
Except when you get a couple of glimpses. Yeah, like minimal, like yeah. super minimal. But even like when the teaser one came out, like that, even that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, the the guys jumping from the plane and the and just the visual of the red streaks following them down the smoke, just looks so cool. And I hope it I hope it carries through the film. I'm very anxious to see like what the explanation is behind everything or what what angle they give it because you kind of get alluded to it a little bit. Well, in I the, think that the they're actually it's being positioned as far as I can tell. As though it's a sequel to the original 1954 okay. Godzilla. Oh wow! Like I, you know, so it's wiping out. I think all of the kind of mythology of those films that have happened since in then. Between. But it's going back to that basic idea of something happened in the past that the Japanese government played off as like a nuclear event or something. Yeah, like they show that. that that like stock or that footage like from the black and white footage. So I'm assuming that's what you're talking yeah. about in the yeah. trailer. That, okay, that, that, that would be cool. So there's a mystery as to whether was this really a nuclear event or was was, was there some else. kind of cover up? Yeah. You know. So that's 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 my that's my choice for uh, May. Well, I would say you know Godzilla was definitely one of the ones that I had on my list, but you've cleared the way by mentioning Neighbors and Godzilla. You've cleared the way for a movie that I'm not exactly sure this movie will be good, but I I have hopes that this movie could be really good. And I'm talking about X Men: Days of Future Past. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, this has become a strategic game that yes. we play with these things. Where I'm like, I'm pretty sure John's going to pick oh, yes. that. I'm pretty sure Ron's going to pick this. So I'm going <laughs> to just go ahead and pick that. I actually had you pegged in my mind as going with neighbors. So okay. there you go. Well, I was, you, I was you're, right you're in. You're I was spot wrong. on. Yeah, you're right. on. You're on. But yeah, I mean. Well, I, those channels, John. Yeah, those, those channels. channels. Mm, I'm tuned in. Channels. Yeah. I, I, have, uh, I have always been. We were just talking about, in fact, before we started uh, recording this episode, Ronald and I were talking about X Men comics, and yeah. it's kind of an ongoing soap opera. I jump in and out. I have I have a vague interest. I always like to know where those characters are standing in terms of in the books themselves. But the movies have done a weird job thus far of adapting the X Men stories. I mean, they've gotten certain characters right and certain ideas right. I've always liked Ian McKellen. I've always liked uh, Patrick Stewart. I've always liked um, well, Michael Fassbender was great in X Men First Class. Hugh Jackman. Is, is pretty solid as Wolverine. All those things work. I still don't know that there's been a, a truly great X-Men film that stands the test of time. Yeah. I don't know that this movie's going to be it, but it does look like it's... It does... I mean, I, I know from the comics that they're actually taking a good story, that so they've got good material, mm. and it's material that I could believe they could handle in one movie if they do it right. So if that's the case, this seems like a good storyline to choose for this movie. And I like the time travel aspect as a way of getting all the different versions of these characters in line I wonder how it's going to work because if you really think about the timeline set up by all the movies up to this point, it doesn't really add up. So it'll be interesting to see how they try to make that add up because X Men First Class almost seemed like it was a reboot, and now we have this. It's like they're they're turning the reboot into another chapter of the same story. But you know what I mean by including uh, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender in this movie, they're suggesting that that all happened in the same timeline. Which is it's it's just there's going to be some weirdness. It'll be interesting to see how they manage to bridge the well, gap. I felt like they try to. I felt like they kind of like covered their ass by having that really quick cameo by Hugh Jackman in First Class. Yes. Well, what they did by doing that though was in, was definitely tie it in yeah. to the time. So the '60s time frame. But there's just certain things that might not work perfectly. But I haven't actually. Okay. You know, I, these aren't movies that I have spent a lot of time pouring over. So I'm not sure if I'm actually going to be surprised by some of the connections they form. But knowing it's a good storyline, liking most of the cast. You know, I'm I'm willing to believe Brian Singer can direct a a, a good Maybe. tentpole movie. It's been a while since I've been impressed by his work, but um, the, what worries me most is that he's never been a great handler of action, and this movie seems like it's really primed to have a yeah. lot of action scenes in it. I don't know. You know, his his action scenes have always seemed to kind of lack a certain certain momentum to me. Mm. Um, so I'll be interested to see how it pans out. But but I'm uh you know I'm going in with both eyes open, and you guys will know. You'll hear my little nerd heartbreak if this movie sucks. Gotcha. You'll be sitting in the dark. Yeah, I, I, you'll, it, you'll hear a brittle cracking that, sound. That that would be shared, I think, across all of us. I mean, I think we're all looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, so my pick is a Seth MacFarlane movie, oh. A Million Ways to Die in the West. Are you kidding? I'm going to see it so bad. It's, oh, man. It's right up my alley. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It looks good. Um, yeah. And I don't really like him at all. Like, I, that... That okay. That's a, that was my recollection that you were yeah, a huge I know, fan. Man, but, I think but, Sarah Silverman looks hot on the poster. Yeah, <laughs> sold. I yeah. love Sarah Silverman, man. The older she gets, the better she looks. She ages well. Mm-hmm. She's been aging well. But yeah, it's it. It's a western that's like slapsticky. Reminds me a lot of like uh, space ballsy. Definitely, yeah. You know, Mel Gibson. I mean, Mel Brooks. <laughs> 
<laughs> Some might say Mel Gibson's kind of wacky and out there. Now I want Mel Gibson to do a remake of Spaceballs. Yeah, I would watch that. A one-man show. It'll be gorier than the previous version of Spaceballs, that's for sure. Yeah. Like Mel Brooks. I think that I think that Seth MacFarlane is growing in a in a way that I guess I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like I, Ted was okay. It was decent. And this feels a lot more like subdued than Ted. Like it's not all dick dick and fart jokes. They I mean it, it it's a little more fleshed out. It feels like naked. There's also gonna be boob jokes in this. Yeah, one. boob jokes. Mm-hmm. Feels like space balls and blazing saddles mixed with like um I don't know. Something anything. else. <laughs> oh, naked gun. Kinda like that sort of humor like uh, somebody gets smashed by a block of ice like that's just funny stuff that they would have in like naked gun it's, it looks like a good movie to me so i i'm not you know i'm not i think on paper i like the idea of this type of comedy mm-hmm. being made but i don't know if i saw anything in the trailer that really seemed that funny to me but i like mm-hmm. a lot of the people involved and you know i mean i'm kind of neither here nor there with seth MacFarlane. I, I i've never been a huge fan of any particular thing he's done but there's always been some little thing that's made me laugh you know and i do think he kind of goes for it yeah so he might actually you know there might be something to this movie but it's not be decent so uh, so the one i had picked as the the worst looking movie of this month i cannot believe how bad this trailer looks is the new Adam Sandler movie Blended? Oh God, that movie I looks. Seen it. I mean, even in the world, that might be a, 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 a potential film for cinematic, cinematic, cinematic <laughs> autopsy in a couple of weeks. But um, that movie just looks so bad. Like, you, you know, know what, what I mean? Though? Even the trailer feels like it's put together as like a, a mock trailer. Like it doesn't even feel like it could be a real film. It looks so bad. Guaranteed, hundred million plus. You were you were probably right, but I would love Guaranteed. it. I would love to see that not happen. But no, it's it possible. Just, Jack yeah. and Jill bombed. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I wonder if Drew Barrymore. They're kind of going back to the well. Is this their second movie together? Adam yep. Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Fifty first third movie. Their third. Oh yeah, that was the wedding singer. Yeah. Which okay. I, that's one of my wedding singer so good. My, my favorite Sandler. Fifty first days was pretty good too. Yeah. Well, this looks pretty not good. It looks horrible. So, yeah. What horrible? What, what happened to him, man? What it's mean? like Eddie Murphy and successful. I think no, you might you, you might better say, ask like, that if he, if he's movie. in a movie that looks good you might say what happened. It's cra- it's crazy like you can you can say like you can go up to Eddie Murphy and be like what happened to you mm-hmm. and he could be like and he'll have his handlers cart you out he back could be like, and he'll never be heard from <laughs> right again. exactly look at look at my bank account yeah. I am rich and you are poor so you know what I mean like mm-hmm. is that really a loss I guess if you're making shitty 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 movies I just think it's a different type of career like when I saw this movie I was thinking how quickly does this guy the one thing you got to give Adam Sandler is he's got some kind of work ethic because he, he keeps making these things you know yeah Ugh. like I don't know how they had time it doesn't even look like a real movie though like it doesn't look like the like they had a like the lighting doesn't look very good the pacing like when you watch a trailer and the pacing seems off in the trailer that's yeah. that's a there's some laziness going on over there at Adam Sandler's house that has to it, I think it's getting to a point now where he's so famous that I don't think he has anybody that can really say you need to reel it in this is a fucking terrible movie the script is awful this I just is not don't see funny. how I feel like there's a funny guy in there, and I don't understand. I don't understand how he could be satisfied with the scripts that he's he's marching to war with. You know, yeah. I don't quite get it, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> so look the real question is, if you know, if you're like watching like Hollywood feuds that nobody cares about, the real question is, is Rob Schneider going to be in this film? Because you know they supposedly had a falling out around Rob Schneider not being in Grown Ups, in too. Grown Ups too. Yeah, it shook my world. That's for sure. <laughs> it's odd to think like, could you? Like, does either one of those guys being on the outs with the other one, does it even stand a chance of making you think less of either one of them? Or is it just like, it's a zero-sum total? Yeah. Um, Not sure if I'm using that phrase right, but it sounds fun, doesn't it? Sounds good. It does. It sounds like you fit that. Zero-sum total. I think, yeah, Yeah. it sounds good. You're right. Yeah. That's all we care about. All right, so moving on to June. I feel like we skipped a month. Did no. we? No. I Between May and June, June, I don't. June. I don't know. For so, oh, I thought we were starting in April, and then you said we weren't yeah. doing April. Yeah. I don't know. I felt like. Nope. Didn't do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Nope. Did not. not that did not happen. Oh, well, that, that didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah. Uh, Dummy, that didn't happen. So June. Uh, there, there's actually quite a few movies that I'm looking forward to. Don't name June. all of them. Just I'm name not. One. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. But 
No, there's. there's I want you oh, to you know. know I'm gonna guess. Like, I want you to know. There's, there's, there's also there's one two. indie film that I'm very looking forward to. But there's mm. two that I, I could see you having a hard time picking one over the other. And I'm sure they're the right, the right ones yes. that I can't pick. But I'm gonna go ahead and just pick How to Train Your Dragon two. All right. Was that in the two? That was. That would have been mine. The, the go to. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking you would go with. <laughs> I don't want to take Ronald's choice away. I know what you're going to say. All right, so don't. So then how to Does train your dragon. Is a number in the title? How no. To, how okay, to, okay, I didn't want to. I, I thought you were going to go with 22 Jump Street. And that would be the other one okay. that I was going to pick. Okay. So you're, you know me very well, Mr. Yes. Walker. Um, yeah, How to Train Your Dragon 2. You, you, if you listen to us, you know how much I love the first one. It's one of my favorite animated films of the past f- f- 10 years. I don't even know. Like, It's I, a great film. It's period. great. It's great. It was one of my favorite scores when we did that episode. It's one of the best movies in 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 3D I've ever seen in my life, um, in IMAX as well. I was blown away by it. I watch it time and time again. We talk about movies like, do we do that really anymore? Like watch yeah. movies no, on, that was on one repeat. That, that and, was one that Henry liked a lot, and so it got a lot of play. And it was one that I found like I still get choked up at that scene where they become friends. It's amazing. It's a great great film. God damn it, he becomes friends with that dragon, Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> um, Against all odds. It's crazy well, to me too, though, because like it's like. It's a it's a it's a DreamWorks you know thing. Not that I have anything against DreamWorks, but I don't. And maybe I'm not in tune to the merchandising of of. of I know they had the spinoff cartoon and in and and you know these other things going on, which is on. good. I mean, it's it's yeah, a good I, solid I've heard, show. I've it's heard got, it's solid. It's got a lot of the same voice actors. But one thing they right. haven't done is like the animation, which is decent for television. When they started showing material for the new movie, it's still like the the. The show seemed like it was maybe stepping on what the story of the next movie was going to be. Okay. But then when you see the trailer for the next movie, you go, oh, no. The next movie, they've jumped ahead. Like, this takes place, you know, yeah. like, Hiccup has grown up, essentially, along, in the movie. Yeah. The show is sort of based in the world of, like, what happened right after the events of the, the movie. Right. So it's kind of a neat franchise. But, like, they really took their time with this one, you know? Yeah, and that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, they really were, were very, I don't know, intentional about, like, you know, how they pace this sequel coming out. But... What I was gonna say was like, as much as I love this animated film, it's like it feels it feels like it's not like a go to film when I talk to like younger kids that I know, or even just people that appreciate animated movies still as adults. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of movies, a lot of other movies are referenced, and I feel like I don't know if like the merchandising or whatever else happened for How to Train Your Dragon after the movie came out. It didn't. I don't feel like it blew up as much as I thought. I it will would. say this, and it's interesting you mentioned that. I will say this as a parent. When Henry got into it, and I went to the stores, there, there, there still are, is not a great toy line built yeah. around these characters. But there was nothing then. Exactly. And I mean, it's like I, and I like I, I found a That's few odd saying. things at Kmart that looked like they had been marked down, and I was just thinking, like, what a miss somehow because these that's, that's seemed exactly like the it. most marketable, appealing character designs. Like I wanted one of these. Dragons, exactly. You know. And I, was and I actually have a toothless sitting on my on my desk at work. I bought at Target like mm-hmm. last year, mm. but but like because there was not a no, lot but, before but, that. But, but when weird. that came out, that was a, they at least put a few things out. I feel yeah. like they sort of knew what they had. Who knows? Maybe they will with the next. Movie. I'm sure they'll. Ramp but it's it interesting up. that you realized that, and I definitely realized that because yeah. I was like going like I, I yeah I got Henry a little stuffed toothless that when you squeeze it it goes like you yeah. know it makes a little sound, and I was like on the way home going like Am I really going to give this to Henry or is this going to be on <laughs> Daddy's desk? <laughs> But but yeah, needless to say, How to Train Your Dragon. The trailer for it is incredible. Yeah, it is gorgeous. It's like emotional. It is so, and that's what killed me about the first movie. Like I was into that film from beginning to end, and I expect much of the same from the second one coming out in June. They have confidence in this movie, and I have no doubt it's going to be awesome. So there you go, How to Train Your Dragon two. Yeah, mm. I agree with that. That was my pick too. Oh wow! Thanks, John. Really? Yeah. Uh, my pick. But we should give a nod. Twenty Two Jump Street is probably going to be funny. It's Lord it and looks, Miller. It looks it? funny as hell. Yeah. yeah, it looks funny as fucking hell. Which is like anyone who doesn't know Lord and Miller. Maybe you didn't. If you're out there listening and you didn't, you didn't watch or you didn't like the the first uh, Twenty One Jump Street movie. I don't see how you could watch that movie and not like it. It was such a yeah. like a fun film, but and a surprisingly funny it didn't movie. have any reason to be a good movie. Yes. And yet it was. But knowing now that Lord and Miller are coming off of the Lego Movie, which was highly regarded precisely for their humor their comedy their writing i expect i expect i mean i'm actually expecting 22 jump street i can't believe that i'm saying this but i'm expecting 22 jump street to be a good movie you know it's and good yeah, it's, I know what it, you mean. It, and i mean and, and the confidence the is there i think oh so good and now i'm like so in the bag for jonah hill and i'm starting to fall for your boy channing tatum nice nice mm-hmm. did, did you see the clip they put out about like when when they're 
Uh, I'm sorry. Looks like myself. <laughs> it, it came out right when they released the newest Red Band trailer. It's like they're outside, like for, at a drug deal. Mm-mm. Have you seen this? No. I haven't seen it. Oh God. It's good. I wish you had. Go watch it. Oh, you know, okay. we'll talk about it later. But yeah, 22 Jump Street. It looks hilarious. I feel like this is a big. I mean, in a weird way, think about that. Like Lord and Miller just had a great success with the Lego Movie. Jonah Hill is actually kind of riding high these days. Channing Tatum has become sort of a bankable. I mean, it's interesting the way these little movies sneak up on you, where it's like suddenly it's it's like a it's like a tentpole movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't oh, know, I, I don't know what it's the expectations yeah. for it would be, but I have a feeling the way it's placed, it's right there in the midst of all that that the, the big summer season. Uh, so yeah. And Jonah Hill's uh, a voice on How to Train Your Dragon also. Yeah. So he's killing it in June, or yeah, June. Yeah. Because that comes after May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ronald, what's your pick for June? Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, because I fucking love Tom Cruise, <laughs> yes. and you love and you love Groundhog Day. <laughs> this, is, this is sci-fi 2.0 for Ronald. Yeah, man, it's, I'm gonna always it's go back to that. Something about Tom Cruise. It's being an evergreen, Tom Steve. Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise in the future, man. I love that shit. Emily Blunt. Come on, I can't. I can't wait to see it. I mean, whether it becomes like. Uh, no, it's a neat concept. Yeah. It looks good. I, Tom Cruise doesn't make bad movies. I mean, he doesn't. He's man. sometimes in movies that suck for various reasons, but yeah. he just doesn't make like shitty movies. Yeah. So it's always worth checking him out. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, not to mention the little robotic outfits. Um, I, you know what? I haven't really seen much about like it. Looks. It doesn't seem like it has a lot of like character to it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not I guess that's what I'm kind of looking forward to once I see it. Like it, I don't know. It looks like it. It can be a good sci-fi movie, but the heart of it can't really tell from the trailer. But I like seeing Tom Cruise walk around in big metal outfits. <laughs> so this seems like the film for you then. Yeah, man. So the movie that I picked as the worst-looking movie of this month, and this was based purely on the title. I saw the trailer, and there's actually a, a it's actually got a it's sad that this happened, but the film Think Like a Man too. Oh man! I just think when you're getting your second movie that's based on a book by Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. I think that's a bad sign. And also, they they commit the sin I think of when you have a sequel, and it's not Think Like a Man Part Two like the number two. It's Think Like a Man T O O, which doesn't make any sense grammatically. So then I thought, well, this, this, you know, I'm going to, I don't want to just assume this movie's going to be bad, though, based on that. And I'll watch the trailer. And damn it, if Kevin Hart didn't make me laugh like four times in that fucking trailer. He's good. That guy it. makes me laugh. I don't even think the material is good like 90% of the He's time. So good but at it. what does he do? Like, how does he do? Is it just delivery? Delivery. It I mean, it's like we were talking about Eddie Murphy. There's a couple of times in this trailer where it's a line that is not funny, and he mm-hmm. sells it and makes me go, oh, that's a that's great. I might watch that. I never <laughs> see these movies. Like, I thought I was going to see the movie Ride Along, too, based on liking him in the trailer. And when it comes down to it, I never see these films. I still haven't seen but it. But Kevin Hart makes me laugh. Yeah. So, Jason Manzukas wrote. <laughs> he wrote uh, Rodalon. Oh, what? he did. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like an early the draft. Screenplay? Like an early draft. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So they they on um uh, how did this get made? There was actually uh, they were talking about it, and they were like, he wrote that, and he's like, yeah, I don't really like to talk about my writing credits. And like, if you look it up, it is. Wow. It's fucking. Weird. I did not know that. That's Which crazy. makes me want to see it now. It wasn't so, that good. Oh, well, no. But like John said, there's definitely parts in that movie where I am di- I was cracking up. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. He, Kevin Hart's funny, man. Their dynamic, their chemistry is pretty fun, too, but the movie's not that great. Some about hearing Ice Cube yell all the time. I kind of love. You get to see some more of that in 22 Jump Street. Oof. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait. Uh, So let me see. So that's, that brings us to the one after June. Mm-hmm. That's July. Julie. Is, is that correct, Ronald? Yes. yes. July. Um... July, my pick for July. Oh come on! Is come no on! Doubt the dawn of the planet of the come apes. Come on! Once again, we agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Same. I I don't I don't know like. There's nothing one else. Of the, one of the most surprising. In the last like three years, in terms of, like the, like movies that were you know summer movies that maybe there were a lot of expectations for, mm-hmm. um, a lot of marketing for you know star power behind. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, you know, I definitely want to see it. I love all the original Planet of the Apes films. I always watched them with my parents when I was younger. Um, like the idea of rebooting it or prequeling it, whatever you want to call this. Um, but fuck that movie. That movie ended up being on my top ten that year. Yeah. And we, we, we both loved that movie. We talked about it a lot when this podcast first started. We did stuff with that movie. And uh, I can't say that 
I mean, I think that might be my movie of the summer. Um, you know, it, look, if you round it out, because whoever's involved with it, uh, being directed by Matt Reeves, I'm a big fan of. Um, I Who, lo- uh, in case people don't know, he was he directed uh, Cloverfield. Yes. And let me in. Let me in. Um, the, yeah. Well, they're both both great. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I love. Let or at me least, in. if whatever you think of those movies directorially, you can't deny the guy's got a style and he's good at this genre stuff. He's good at creating that kind of that kind of mood. Sure, sure. And I mean, I, this looks so good. <laughs> it looks great. And Andy, all anything Andy Circus does, but I mean, his work in the first film with Caesar and just the the images in the trailer for this film. You know, Jason Clark being involved, Judy Greer, uh, Carrie Russell, Gary Oldman. It's just. It's it's like a it's a connector. It's that it's that middle chunk where it could mm-hmm. be fucking awesome. Yeah, you know, like we get the we get the you get in the bookends of this story, but this is the middle piece of that. Well, this is a great piece of great. the story that has never been dramatized with a budget before. Exactly, because as the original Planet of the Apes films, as the stories got more outlandish, the budgets got smaller. Right, and so they never really got to pull off some of this stuff. And if you've ever liked that storyline, the idea that when like what really happened, what went wrong. Yeah. When the apes took over, what was that like? Like this movie really seems like it's coming up on that, you know, like what 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 the that yeah, like you said Steve, the in between time, you yeah. know. And we know how, I mean if if they're sticking to the timeline, yeah. we know how this turns out for humanity. Yeah. But we don't know how quickly that happens and we don't know what kind of collateral damage there will be along the way. And we we do we respect these apes. We like their freedom. So it's going to be interesting to see if the human characters are heroic or if they seem like villains. Because I think that that's it's it's there's a lot of gray area they can play yeah. with in these movies as far as who you root for. Yeah. But I just think the effects look amazing. The the mood, yeah, you're right, Steve. There's really nothing else this summer that I am, I'm that I'm looking this forward to that I'm expecting to be this good. With maybe the exception of uh, of How to Train Your Dragon too, because mm-hmm. I think that's all the same people involved with yeah. the first. Yep. Stands to reason that'll be a great film. Yeah. But Down at the Planet of the Apes just looks. I mean, it's like I get chills when I see images from it, you know? Agreed. Because I've always been fascinated by that whole common ancestry, apes and humans, that, that you know, any animal that has that kind of intelligence yeah. that we either can't understand or that you can't really claim to understand, you know? I always find that fascinating. And I think that idea of, like, there's a, there's, I saw a still they released today that was just a shot of all these apes with guns, like, yes, on horseback, like, that. riding through the woods, and there's, like, other ape soldiers kind of walking alongside them. Ugh. It just looks like if I was out in the woods and I saw that, I would shit my pants. Yeah. I would shit my guts out. It's so strong. Your it's, butt it's, and yeah. your pants. <laughs> yeah. It's a scary, scary. Yeah, it's, it's, I think, I think I like, I think I'm tired of seeing humans being heroes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm tired of seeing the human race conquer other aliens and it's nice to see kind of a role reversal that existed in in some of these older movies but mm-hmm. to see it in this generation and seeing it done this well I and like can't john re- said like with a budget with yeah. a budget yeah. yeah seeing it happen with a budget and it looks beautiful that the first the teaser trailer that i saw where uh where uh what's the name the actor yelling oh uh uh it's, it's gary oldman's gary voice and they yeah. show the they show the words on the screen mm-hmm. As he's as he's saying it, I was like, "What? What am I looking at? Like, it's it's a different. Sometimes, every couple of years, I feel like there are a couple of movies that come out that shake up everything else that's going on. It's like mm-hmm. the the status quo, and then it's like this shit. There's something that's different about the way this is being released, mm-hmm. the way it sure. feels. That just it's it's a big budget movie, but." It's a gamble. It's a real gamble. Well, it's like that feels like they know there's two things going on that I love. They seem to know they have something special yeah. and they seem to know that they're but it is kind of almost like a sleeper tentpole in a strange kind of way it because is. it's like it is still sort of an unlikely franchise in a weird way. Like it it's is. the fact that it works so well is almost still kind of a like well should we even examine this too closely? Yeah. You know. But um and it's not going to be a movie that like goes nuts at the box office. Yeah. No, it it's it'll not. be successful. It'll mm-hmm. make 100 million like the other one did. But it's not like the big, like crazy ass summer, right. like hundreds of millions, and that's yeah. really interesting mm-hmm. too. This can be like an action movie and a horror movie at the same time because of oh, what's happening, you know. So cool. Like, yeah. and I've even heard of a scene uh, that someone reported that was like an exhibition of footage, and someone was talking about a scene where this these two soldiers are interacting with a monk with with one of the apes. Like the chimp comes up and he's kind of like acting goofy, and they're like laughing and like playing little games with him and stuff, and then he like 
goes crazy on him and stuff like that. <laughs> and like like you said, Ronald, just seeing someone get the drop on humanity. Yeah. You feel bad for people that are in that position, but you also, yeah, why do we have to be the good guys every time? It's interesting to see a movie that might end up making you feel like yeah. th- these people are going down, and that's just the story, you know? That's interesting. I can't, I cannot wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. That was my pick, so I guess we're going Damn. around a whole cycle. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is killed. Yeah, July. so far it's winning yeah. the summer preview. That's, Damn. That's, that's July's got, got pick. Got the hat trick. Uh, the only, yeah, in July I had uh, since we all yeah. summed up July, um, Boyhood. Really oh yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot I've of great things. About oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the Richard the Ladder film, yeah. right? Um, How, like what he followed a kid around for several years, years, like seventeen years, and yeah. shot a film, but like shot bits and pieces of this movie that he had a script for right. over that time. So it's going to actually have the actor growing up in the movie. What? Yeah, yeah. it's either is it? T- oh, man, might, it might be ten it, years. It might, yeah, I think it was from from seven seven to seventeen or something like that. Yeah. And with Ethan Hawke, who, you know, same thing over time, which is really cool. Um, Something different. I heard it's Festival Circuit said it was great, so I'm very intrigued by it. Um, I have more want to see this than I did the original one that came out, but I kind of want to see this this Purge Anarchy film. Me too. It actually looks more more interesting than the first in terms of where the plot goes, though. Like, the first one kind of was just like a home invasion film. Yeah, outside of the house, yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see, and it looks kind of fucked up. Like, the trailer, when you see them on the chop block or, you Mm -hmm. know, the auction block, whatever... That looks cool. Like, see where they go with that. It's like they're playing around with the concept more, whereas the first one was like, we have this concept, and what we're going to do is do a typical kind of story with it. But yeah. this looks more crazy. Um, I, I I do have my pick for what looks worse that month, though. Sex tape. No, I have oh. Planes, Fire, and Rescue. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Why do you always win, John? Because uh, I might actually have to watch that film yeah, more you than will. once. Yeah, right. You will. Yes. Uh, but yeah, did you guys see the trailer for Sex Tape? No. No. Oh, my God. Does it, it look bad? bad? I think it looks horrible. And Jason Siegel is like really skinny. I, I saw a picture of him looking skinny. He looked like he's, it was sick. Yeah. Oh, or recovering yeah. from a sickness you're not re- supposed he, to recover has from. He, is, he, is that I for don't, a reason? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that looked, I think I thought the trailer was horrible. I mean, it's supposed to be like a solid, like a legit R comedy, mm-hmm. which I'm always intrigued to see those to see, you know, somebody stick to this. I love like a, just a raunchy comedy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the trailer did not do anything for me. Who's the other lead in that? It's, Cameron Diaz. Oh. Um, that just sold you right there, right? That's an odd age match. Isn't yeah. he like 10 years younger than her? Cameron Diaz can pull well, I guess it works. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to complain. Teacher. I'm not going to complain like, uh, you know, it happens in the other direction a lot where the actor is 10 years older yeah. than the actress he's he's going to bed with. But yeah. They just seem like they exist in different movie worlds for some reason to me, but I guess not. I know what you mean. They were both in Bad mean. Teacher. I also wanted to mention Wish I Was Here. Only because I backed it on Kickstarter. You and... won't shut up about that movie. Just trying to drum up tickets. I just want to see it, man. You don't, you don't have points, Steve. You don't I get don't points. get points. Yeah. I should have. I don't think that was one of the backer Should have held out for points. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that Braff wants the schmoovy bump. And at this point, he's only got Braff, one. Braff needs the He's only got one third of the schmoovy bump at this point. <laughs> he's going to have to. Well, maybe he's got two, but he's going to have to win Well, thankfully, through my backing, I'll be able to see the movie early, and you guys are more than welcome to join me. To view oh, it. man, I'd love to. Uh, Ashley Green. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm a yeah. fan. I'm sorry, I'm I got lost there for a second. I'm like, what? Is he randomly throwing people's no, names no, out? No, no, I'm a fan of Ashley um, Okay, so that brings us to our last month of the summer, which is the great month of August. The great oh, month guys. of August. August. <laughs> I would say there's one clear front runner for this month, too, but we'll see what you say. You know, I'm going to, I think I might surprise you a little bit. Oh, I, I, I'm anxious I, I to be surprised. I think just that statement, period, might already just give away. Well, very I'm, good. Um, and this, and I'm going to say this, this only happened because, like, the week end of seeing Captain America. I saw this trailer like four times. Whether it was online or in theaters. It does kind of look cool. <laughs> but one, I knew nothing about this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd heard about it only only in her involvement with it, you know, um, through publicity for Captain America. Yeah. Um, but Lucy. Movie looks fucking awesome. Um if anybody's out there is not familiar with it, I would definitely check out the trailer for it. It's the new Luke Besson film with uh, Scarlett Johansson, Morgan Freeman's so in it. Um, yeah. Kind of an interesting spin on a superhero thing, almost. Like, yeah, like she basically is like forced into they they, they she gets like ca- uh, kidnapped and like they sew or they they like implant like drugs into her lower stomach and she basically is forced into being this drug mule. <laughs> but something leaks and it's apparently a drug that allows her to tap into more than the I, what Morgan Freeman says in the trailer, like ten percent of the human mind or the human brain, and she basically becomes like this fu- badass, just kind crazy, of limitless like, too, wasn't that? What yeah, limitless yeah, was about? It, it did remind me of that yeah. a little bit, but this looks much better. 
And in um, both cases, scientists say that's that's not true. That's not accurate. That you the other ninety percent of your brain is used for other purposes. It's not like we're not using it. Using it's it, that right, it's right. like storage or something else. But either but way, for for this film, it's it a looks fun cool. Concept. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a cool idea and to see how it plays out. Even the little bit of trailer footage that you get as it progresses through the trailer, just to see uh, how crazy it looks like it might get, mm-hmm. which is cool. And Luke Bazan does some great action movies. Um, whether you know the quality is consistent is neither here nor there. But I mean. ScarJo's involved, so I'm okay with that on a physical mm-hmm. level, just aesthetically. And I think the trailer did a lot, and and, and it was cool too, because like every, it was obvious that everybody that I was seeing this movie with, in reference for for um for Captain America, no one had seen this trailer, like mm-hmm. no one knew. The, but everybody in the theater was like, "Oh, that looks good." Like mm-hmm. you could hear people murmuring. That doesn't really happen a lot. No, like no. in real life, even you when know? a trailer looks good, you usually hear somebody scoffing at it. You yeah, know? but definitely the audience was like, "Oh, that looks cool." You know, and I mean, and I and I only pick it because. You know, it's kind of like a dark horse for me. I didn't really know much about it, and it's coming out in August, which is not usually the the cream of the crop of the summer. But I mean, you know, it could be surprising and fun. And uh, and I figured the other one that I was going to pick, you'll probably take care of. All right. <laughs> so thank you, John. My pick for the month of August is Guardians of the Galaxy. Which, I mean, I I'm so intrigued to see what this movie is. I'm intrigued to see what the reaction to it is. I'm curious to see like just overall what the performance of this film is because it seems like such a strange thing to do. And as we've alluded to in the past, the, all the concerns we've had over whether like the fantasy elements in, in Thor, right. if those movies have been maybe too much or if they haven't been developed or if it has been so far from the kind of grounded stuff that's appealing about the other Marvel films, uh, it makes you wonder whether Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be a gamble because it's so removed from anything that's grounded. But I almost see that as a plus for it because it feels like it is... It is Marvel saying, <clears throat> we've had these successes, we've made these movies, we've made these franchises, we are now going to do one for, one for the, not just for the fans, but just one, this seems like a movie they want to make. This seems yeah. like a movie that Marvel wants to make, and they almost seem to be willing to accept like whatever the, whatever the consequence is. They're just going to go in, all in with the way they're marketing this thing. I never really read the comics about the Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah. the character of Rocket Raccoon was one that I loved when I was a kid, and there's there's a four-issue limited series about him and his whole world that is still one of my favorite comics I've ever right. read. Um, so in that sense, I'm excited to see how they pull this off. I James Gunn is a writer and director that I've enjoyed. I love that they gave this bizarre... Uh, you know, huge movie to this kind of oddball director. I love what it says after they had such success with Joss Whedon and the Avengers. Like one of the big announcements was that James Gunn was being brought onto this film. So I just love that idea of getting, I mean, whether you think it worked or not with Shane Black and Iron Man 3, that's a Shane Black movie as much as oh, it is totally. a Marvel movie. And and the Avengers is a Joss Whedon film. And I feel like if we get that James Gunn flavor, that, that weirdness he brought to things like Super and Slither mm. and even oh, to the screenplay for, for the remake of uh, Day of the yeah. Dead, Dawn of the, Dawn of the Dead. Dead. Um, all of those, all those elements just make me excited to see what he'll do when he's got this big of a canvas, sure. this kind of a budget, these kind of you know larger than life characters. I, plus, I think Chris Pratt is sort of primed to explode right now, just for so many reasons. I'm interested to see what happens with this. So cool, looks awesome. You know, Ali, like the, that trailer played also with Captain America. Obviously, mm-hmm. that trailer got crazy play also. Yeah, I mean, people were laughing. Which is cool, you know. Yeah, it, it it definitely plays in those comic parts, and I think that's why Chris Pratt is like just. Chris Pratt oh no, is great! He he's, seems like he's about to blow up. Man. When you he see needs him, to blow up because he's just like he's the kind of star that Hollywood needs. I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, everybody likes him. If you know who he is, everybody right. likes him, and that would be amazing to have a new star like that. Well, plus you know? now that he's got the Lego Movie under his belt, it's like it's just he's at that point where a lot of actors are when they're first getting noticed, and yeah. if you happen to get noticed around some really interesting projects. It sort of makes you, you know. Yep, absolutely. And I yep. do, I do kind of see that for him. Um, my pick is Sin City too. <laughs> I love the first. One. I love the first one. Robert Rodriguez is really good at <laughs> painting that picture, creating that world that is ridiculous. Like he doesn't. He's unapologetically crazy. Mm-hmm. His his characters are always bonkers, and it's it, the source material is pretty good. I mean, I didn't love. The Sin City comics, but I thought they were really good. I thought they were solid. Mm-hmm. And the first one, just I don't mm-hmm. know, just watching it, just how sharp it was, and the black and white just was a good touch, and all the characters, and I thought it was a great movie. So Sin City Two, I don't think is going to be any exception. 
And I think there could be some cool cameos that they aren't mentioning, like, which is really cool. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, it looks like a lot of people came back. There are There's like a, some timeline switching up. So there are mm-hmm. characters that, that died in the first one that could pop back up in this yeah. one. But Also, I saw a trailer for The Giver. Yeah. That looks kind of like it might be yeah. good, too. I haven't yeah, seen that good. one. I mean, it's like I know the book that it's based on is by Lois Lowry. When I was working at the at a library in the children's department for a while, like that book came out, and I believe it won... I don't know if it's the Caldecott Award, but I know that it won one of the big awards for children's literature. And Jeff Bridges is enunciating. <laughs> Did you notice in the trailer? He's actually talking <laughs> like a person. He cut his hair shorter, yeah, too. He cut his hair short, and he, and he took the pork chop out of his mouth. There you go. The only other one I had for August that stood out for me was, uh, and it's, it looks like a dumbass comedy, but only because Jake Johnson and Damon Wayans Jr. from uh, Happy Endings are in it. Yeah. Let's Be Cops. Let's Be Cops looks good. looks so dumb, but it's, it probably, looks good, it's though. probably so funny. It's yeah. going to be funny, but dumb as shit. Damon Wayans Jr., man. Love that guy. Yeah. Yeah, just the name. There's something so stupid about that name. <laughs> yeah. You know, that like makes me want to... I, I don't know if the movie... If I, I just heard of it and I was like, well, that you know, yeah. that got me interested based on how dumb that name is. Because isn't that the premise? Doesn't it seem to be just two yeah, guys? Like, it literally is in the trailer. Like, you know what? Let's just... They're, they're yeah. going to a party. Like a dress-up party. Uh-huh. And the decision is like, let's be cops. <clears throat> yeah, so they go so. and they, they, they're they older. So they think they're actually cops. <laughs> so they play the role all night. Or I'm assuming what, what it's one crazy night. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I felt like looking at the list and making my list, I felt like I had a lot of movies on here that I was looking forward to. Like, also, we didn't mention, like, The Amazing Spider-Man uh, 2. I know you don't care. There's a cool indie film that's coming out in June called The Signal with Lawrence Fishburne that I think the trailer is really cool for. Mm-hmm. Um, read a really good review of it out of South by Southwest, I think. Um, or maybe Toronto, one of the two. But that looks really cool. Um, and there's also a movie coming out from Scott Derrickson called Deliver Us From Evil that I'm interested in. It's, you know, like the horror movie coming out in July along with The Purge um, with Eric Bana and uh, Olivia Munn. And Olivia Munn? Yeah. When does Oculus come out? This month. I think I this week. This, uh, I, well, I guess it would have been last week. Yeah, it would have been last yeah. Friday. Um, I'm interested. Even yeah. though that's not counting the stuff that we're talking about. But I'm By honest. the way, I, I said the Caldecott Award. I meant the Newberry Award. Lois good Lowry's thing, novel. It's a good thing you corrected that. You know, it would have bothered me. You know, I used to do little. I used to cut in and do corrections and stuff like that, and I just stopped <laughs> doing it. One one episode, one day, you're going to say, "We got guys, we don't have any material. What are we going to do?" It's just going to be me reading a list of corrections <laughs> back, for past yeah. episodes. I um, would like to correct this from episode. But two. I didn't. I didn't name the movie that I have pegged as the worst looking film. Oh, right, in of, August. Of August. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, looks yeah. so bad. I'm trying to. The design of the characters looks really terrible, and I saw where someone online had take had put the snout on. I know the nose. And it looks a million times better. Isn't that ridiculous? With that even, little thing. Yeah. Why do they? Do you have, think they'll go in and fix that? Because they made them where they have like lips and nose. They have they have, they have, they have a nose. Like they yeah. have a legitimate nose. It's just creepy and weird looking. They look like they look like they look like snake people and burn victims and penises off? all at once. Why do they take the mask off? Well, they still have the mask on. Well, they have the, no. I mean, they have the mask on. Did you see when he took his mask off? Yeah. No, no, that scene. Yeah, no, you I'm see just his... saying, why did he do uh, that? Uh, That's oh. never happened. Just so you ever. can see how awfully designed his whole face is. But she... like, but someone online, yeah, you must have seen the same thing, Steve. Yeah. Someone took it and they just computed in that rounded snout. The snout. And it was like, oh my God, I can look at that character now. Otherwise, he's like creepy and hard yeah. to look at. But they showed a... But com- by the way, I don't have a whole lot of affection. For, I mean, I know you guys probably grew up with the yeah. cartoon. Yeah, I loved it. I grew up with the comic... When it was super indie, and then when the cartoon came on, it was like at the time I thought, oh, this is they kind of made it into a kiddie thing because yeah, the cool. comic was a little bit more, I don't know, alternative. It was sort of a, a spoof of comics almost at the same time as being a an adventure comic. But right. but I remember when that cartoon came out, it was like it was it aired in the mornings, mm. like reruns of it aired in the mornings when I would be get, going to school, and so I would see it like at between seven and seven thirty, and I didn't it was like it was one of those things where you know when you're at that age where you're too cool to watch little kid stuff, but you'll catch something and you'll yeah. be like, "Oh, this is pretty good." Yeah, <laughs> I watched it like for a few months, so I totally get what it was that your generation latched onto about it. Sure, but what it seems to me is, it, I mean, I don't feel like it's just me. I don't think it's just old fogies like me that think this movie looks bad. I think a lot of people that grew up bad. with it, like you guys did, even the cartoon, are wishing it was more true to the. It just doesn't look like it doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't invite me in with its look at all. It looks bad. I mean, there was a. I saw a comparison. Complex magazine did a comparison of like, uh, like the practical effects they showed. I think a scene where Raphael beat a bunch of people up. He's like using a shell and flipping mm-hmm. around. And then they showed the new one, and it doesn't look good. 
Like, it doesn't look natural. Like, it looks really kind of weird because they just do CGI for some of that stuff. And it right. looks like their origin has been made into, like, a bigger scheme and a bigger plan. Yeah. Whereas I always liked the randomness of of the... They just it, got exposed to some radioactive goo. Well, I think I've read something... I might be wrong. You can correct me. But I thought I read that one of the biggest criticisms when they read the screen... When the screenplay leaked a little while ago or an early draft, like... They're not mutants. Yeah. They're aliens. Yeah. Well, like, I think they changed that. I think they, oh, they did? I think they actually said they were going to be aliens, and oh. then they backed away from that. They actually, Really? Like, Michael Bay even came out and oh, said, okay. we were responding. See, don't I haven't worry. been following too closely. I, what I don't remember is if he said those stories aren't true, or if he if it was one of those things where they were actually changing it. Um, but, but you, you know, a little background. In the original comic, the, the, the idea was... The toxic goo that spilled down through the sewer grate that the, the turtles got into that made mm-hmm. them into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was the same goo that fell off the back of the truck that blinded Matt Murdock and made him into oh, Daredevil. No like in the first issue of the of the comic book, it was like they were, you know, it was basically being like while Daredevil was being turned into Daredevil, the the same goo that blinded him and gave him his powers was like dripping down into the sewer and affecting these these turtles. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's kind of neat. That's slick. Yeah. yeah, that's just a little trivia for you guys. There you go. Wow. I just had to prove every fifteen minutes I have to prove that I read comic books. <laughs> wow, that's why I'm so popular. That movie? Do you think it's gonna? I don't know. No, it's gonna. It looks terrible. But it, you know who? I mean, I'm afraid that Henry's gonna want to see it. But what I'm thinking is, I don't even think kids. I mean, I'm. I'm I don't gonna even see think it. Kids. I gotta see. Want to look at that? I think there's something about those character designs though that's just not very weird. welcoming at all. And I don't. I don't. I don't know. The shell looks too big too. Like there's something about. There's just something. Yeah. It's like they overshot trying to make them badass or something like yeah. that. And it just, they should look more cartoony. They should look more, you know. The way they did in the first one. Yeah. The first set of movies. I don't know. And they recently cast a lot of voice actors. Like, there were other actors, I think, associated with the roles up till now. But they just recently started casting, like, celebrity voices, like, that are to fill in the movie. Yeah, for Leonardo. Uh, I think the, the, the initially the guy who does the physical, like, the live action shots of it was... Oh, okay. Uh, was doing the voice, and I so think maybe that they're just dubbing it. It wasn't. It wasn't a. I guess part of his contract that that would be the final cut. But yeah, Johnny Knoxville mm-hmm. was cast, or and then really? uh, Tony Shalhoub was cast for for Splinter. If you're bringing in someone to replace someone as a voice actor, you're required to call Scarlett Johansson at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so they should have had her do one of the turtles. She should have been April O'Neil. Get her to do Megan Fox's voice. It'll probably improve <laughs> yeah, her performance. Yeah. Oh man, that fucking movie. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I was looking up that alien thing. Yeah. Apparently, apparently Michael Bay said it in 2012, and it was like this crazy back and forth with fans and the co-creator Kevin Eastman of mm-hmm. of, of Ninja Turtles. And I guess you're right; it's back to being not that apparently, yeah. which is good. I they didn't know that. Thought about like I, oh, I guess I'm still back in 2012. What's the name of this movie again? Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's uh, reapproach this. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I'll, I mean, I'll see it because I just want to see it. I got to see if it's horrible or whatever. I might. And it's well, also a piece of my childhood, so I yeah, definitely want to yeah. check it out. Hopefully, it maybe if you don't want to see it that bad, Ronald and I can take Henry. I was to about see to say, it. I'm sure. Yeah. It's, once again, I'm sure I'll see it just because I know that the you know the commercials will be on television and Henry will be aware of it. And sure, they're really good at marketing stuff to kids. You guys, they are. <laughs> they are. They do have a way of doing that. <laughs> uh, that's it, man. So I think the big winner of the night in terms of our excitement was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. So mm-hmm. July 11th is is. That's if you're like trying to gauge whether we know what we're talking about or not. That's when, that's when the most of our like good faith we have as recommenders of movies comes into play. Because if mm. that movie's a disappointment, then we've we failed. We've you. lost for a whole month yeah. collectively. I can't wait. I know. Can't wait. You know, it's an odd looking summer. I have to say, it feels like there've been other summers where there've been more like giant movies looming on the horizon. I feel like even like you were saying, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. It, we're all excited about it, but it's kind of a low key. Yeah movie even how to train your dragon too is sort of like you have to know how good the first one was yeah. to understand why that would be a big movie definitely so it's uh you know comparing it to the, the what's supposed to be happening next summer this feels almost like a, a sleeper summer it's calm before the storm yeah and there are, there's probably gonna be tons of stuff that we haven't even heard of that's gonna crop up yeah there's gonna stuff. be some yeah. great gems that come yeah. out and, and we'll, we'll get to recap that later so I'll tell you what folks we'll recap the summer after the summer's over <laughs> mm. Just for you. Um, what else? Oh, we want to tease the cinematic autopsy, autopsy episode yes. again. Mm-hmm. I must botch don't, that. Don't look at me. I'm Your not, words yeah, are rubbing I'm off not on speaking me. Well. Um, yeah. So in an upcoming episode, very shortly, we're gonna do basically a, a 
a recap teardown experience together of a, of a bad film that we're hoping you guys can recommend. Uh, kind of give us your vote. We're going to take down this movie like Native Americans taking down a buffalo. We're going to use every piece of the movie yeah. in our takedown. We're Nothing not gonna to waste. waste. We're not no going to waste. waste any parts of the bad Agreed. Movie. I like the idea. We're going to talk about the score, how bad it was. We're going to talk about how bad the acting was. Mm-hmm. You get to choose. You get to control us, basically. And I'm going to watch this movie and assume how bad craft services was. Yeah, I'm, me too. <laughs> If they look malnourished, I'm assuming that someone did not feed them. <laughs> and I'm going to blame that person. That might be what happened with Jason Siegel. It could be. It could, it could be is, poor craft yeah. services. I'm going to be thinking like even the gaffer yeah. was choking <laughs> on this day. But if you want to suggest something, the the, the, the schmoovy phone, schmoovy hotline, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is 443-330-2462. You can call and leave a, a message for us of what your pick is. And you can also shoot us an email at movieschmovie at gmail.com. Um, if you have a suggestion, as always, go back to iTunes, listen, rate, star, leave comments, please share it. Um, little things like that really help us out a lot in terms of people ever hearing about this podcast. Mm-hmm. For those that listen um, uh, on the regular, um, you guys have anything else to throw in, Ronald? I just want to repeat that number because I like yeah. saying one more time. Do it, John. That's 443-330-2462. Mm-hmm. You want to try it, Ronald? Nope. Nope. Maybe maybe your saying of it will like get it in their head. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, let's not do that because we won't put down the wrong number. <laughs> let's keep it where it was. Wanna... Uh, once again, we've kept Ronald up past his bedtime, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, give us a call, you know, shoot us an email. Still got that top button button. This guy mm. never, like, even when he's sleepy, he yeah. still keeps it together. Keep it is, together. That just, that's how he rolls. <laughs> All right, guys. Call us, email us, do whatever you need to do to let us know what movie you think we should include for Cinematic Autopsy. Uh, it will be coming up on a very soon episode. Yeah. Shortly. I'm like maybe one or two. I'm yeah, just kind of narrowed down for you. I don't know. Uh, of movie movie. <laughs> As always, thank you for listening, and you've made our day. Take care. Woo.